Homeschooling isn't just about education. It's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about a lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jackie, and I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank. The Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast is about community, family, education, and life. I believe that these are the things that matter to homeschool families. Tune in each week and let's talk. I'll bring you a message from my heart, an expert interview, or an interview with the ultimate homeschooling experts, homeschool families like yours. And remember to check out homeschoolthinktank.com. Hey there, before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have come back in to share a new introduction for this episode. Do check the link that goes with this episode and you will find more resources around clothing issues and I will add more resources to this link over time. So I'm actually coming back into this a couple years after I released it. Also in this episode, I mention Dana Abraham and Calm the Chaos, although this episode is not about that. But in case you haven't heard of her, she is a parenting expert. She is a best-selling author of Sensory Processing 101 and the Super Kids Activity Guide to Everyday Living. And she offers a lot of resources for parents and especially for parents who have children who are maybe considered out-of-the-box kids. They're not your everyday average kid. They might need some extra considerations that most kids don't need. But I'm here to tell you, any parent can learn so much from her courses, her workshops, her books, anything. So look for information about that as well. Also, I want to apologize for the sound quality in this episode. You can hear it and understand it, but it's a little different sounding. I didn't quite have my sound as dialed in then as I do now. Not that it's perfect now, but it's quite a bit better than it used to be. So please forgive that. All right, let's get going with this episode. Now today I want to visit with you a little bit about clothing issues and your children with who are like sensitive with their clothes. You know, it's too tight. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't fit right. Now, let me tell you, I used to be very embarrassed about this issue that I had with my youngest child. And I'm actually taking a course right now, and this has come up in the discussion. And the course I'm taking is called Calm the Chaos, and it is Dana Abraham's course. And while we have worked on an awful lot of our issues that we've had when my daughter was younger, We still have challenges from time to time. So I wanted to take the course and I I am so glad that I did because one, it quite frankly made me feel like, oh, (laughs) we're not the only people who have struggled with this. And you know this, but sometimes, especially when it can be very extreme, it's difficult and you feel like you must be the only person in the world struggling with this issue and your child must be the only kid who's struggling with this. So what's funny is I I actually shared this method for dealing with my daughter's clothing issues when she was younger. And we don't have this issue anymore. She's older and I I, I don't know that I'd even share it if we were like currently going through it, right? But We're away from it now, and I'm not saying, like, she loves all the clothes, but we can handle things. (laughs) So, 
I know this is going to help some of you. And especially as I'm recording this, we are actually coming into the holidays with Thanksgiving and Christmas. And parents like to get their kids some new clothes. And grandmas like to buy little dresses for little girls. And little boys have to wear clothing that's not very comfortable. And I have to say, your kids don't have to wear any of that stuff. They don't have to wear uncomfortable clothes. So let me share a little bit about the challenges we used to have, how I recognized what the problem was and what I did about it, because I think it could help some of you. So the problem was my daughter didn't like any clothes. <laughs> no, but let's, let's rephrase that. The problem was she, this is the youngest child that just had such sensitivity like sensory issues. I didn't recognize then that maybe she had some sensory things going on. I get it now. Well, there was a point I recognized it. Anyway, but you don't get, you don't know this stuff right away. And when you have a kid that's just suddenly struggling with these things, you, you don't know. And it can be so frustrating as a parent. And especially if you don't struggle with it, you don't recognize it, right? So for quite a long time, it was actually mostly okay with clothing. But here's why. I actually, <laughs> I have a cousin who had two daughters older than my kids, and they had so many clothes. We would get bags and bags of clothes, like they were like brand new from his daughters. And my daughters would get the hand-me-downs, but I'm not kidding. They were like brand new. Anyway, and then, so my eldest daughter never had these sensory things going on, but she might wear some of the clothes. And quite frankly, there were so many, and they were so brand new that sometimes the second child got a different set. But they hung in the closet for a very long time. And they were all worn a little bit. So they'd been washed a few times. They were a little softer, right? And the problems really emerged in hindsight when we had to start buying clothing for our youngest daughter. Like she had to have brand new clothes. So we didn't have the hand-me-downs anymore. And our oldest daughter, when we bought her the clothing, she pretty well wore out her clothing, right? The second daughter got more new clothes or, you know, some occasion happens and you need clothing for whatever. This was a real problem. And, you know, especially jeans. Little kids wear out their jeans, right? So what would happen is I would go to the store to buy my daughter new clothes, get her some new clothes. And let me tell you, before I even go any further, the first few times that this happened, I was so mad because my daughter seemed so ungrateful. And I just thought, how could I possibly be raising such an ungrateful child? I have another child who's very grateful. And how is it that this child is not? It was very, very aggravating. So before I even tell you how this went, I'm going to preface you with, I had the same feelings that you're probably going to have, especially if you have never experienced this and you don't have a child that has these issues. So here is what happened when I got home. I'd come home and be like, hey, I got you some new clothes. You're expecting excitement, right? No, that is not what I got. What I got was she'd look at him and I hate those clothes. I don't like those clothes. And that's if she even... She might not even try them on. Like, literally, she would look at them and I hate them. I don't like them. And so I would cajole her and get her to try the clothing on. And if she even tried them on, it was just, like, ridiculous. I hate these clothes. I don't like these clothes. Ah, you know, and I mean, she's, like, four years old. And he was just going, 
what? Maybe she was older than that because, like I said, it didn't really become much of an issue. I'm not saying it, it, it's always been a bit of an issue, but it, I think when we had more of the hand-me-down clothes, there was a dynamic there that happened that I didn't get, and I'll explain that to you in a minute. But it became more of an issue once we had to buy her new clothing. I, it was terrible. And so the first few times it happens, you just get so aggravated as a parent. You're like, what the heck? This is ridiculous. But it always happened. And I, like, you want to take your child shopping for new shoes? Mm, no, didn't work too well because no pair of shoes was going to be comfortable. None. And to this day, the shoe thing is still sort of an issue because you know how it is. Only you know what fits well or not. But you have to be willing to settle on something. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line. So eventually, oh, I cannot remember the book I read, but I just cried when I read this book. I felt like I, when I figure it out, I will share it. Maybe it's called The Difficult Child, something like that. I literally felt like the author had been standing in my house watching my family and wrote about us. It's either The Difficult Child or The Explosive Child. I can't remember which. I think it was The Difficult Child that I resonated so strongly with. If that was the book, I literally cried when I read it because it it's like somebody understood me. Somebody got it. And somebody understood my child. It, 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 that book really helped me. Anyway, but here, I actually think I figured this out before I read the book, but maybe it was sort of in conjunction with it. I don't recall exactly. But here is what works for us. And if you have a child that has clothing sensitivities, this might help you too. So what I would do is I learned that when I bought my, my child something new, especially clothes, no matter what, she was going to hate it. And I knew it. I just, so I expected it. So that makes it a little bit easier to deal with when you just expect it. You're like, oh, okay, she's going to hate everything I buy her. So I'd buy clothing. I did learn to look for more comfortable type clothing. And I would come home and say, honey, I got you new clothes. If I felt like having that battle right then or having that response. If I didn't want that response, I would hold the clothing until I was prepared and ready for the response. Because I know what the response is going to be, right? So I say, Honey, I bought you some new clothes. Give her the bag. Pulls the clothing out. I hate these clothes. I don't like these clothes. Didn't try to cajole her to put them on anymore. Not worth it because she's still going to hate the clothes. She's going to hate them even more after she puts them on, right? So now I'd say, all right, just go put them on the washing machine. So she'd go down the stairs, go put her clothing on the washing machine. And that, that was the end of it. There's nothing more to be mad about. I mean, maybe she'd be grumpy for a while about it, but whatever. I, I let it roll off my back. I learned to do this. This did not happen overnight. It happened over years that I learned to do this. So if I can save you this aggravation and save you a few years of battles and thinking, what the heck? Then I, I am willing to share this story to help you. <laughs> and so she goes downstairs, puts clothes on the washing machine. No big deal. Now then, uh, two, three days later, she'd be like, maybe I'll try those clothes. She goes down the stairs, gets the clothing, brings it up the stairs, gets it out of the bag. I hate these clothes. I don't like these clothes. All right, go put them on the washing machine. They'll be there when you're ready for them. Goes down a day or two later, brings them up, may or may not even bother to try them on, takes them back down the stairs again, puts them on the washing machine. Another day comes. Puts them on for an hour or two. 
wears him, decides she doesn't like him anymore, puts him back down, like over and over until eventually she is acclimated to the new clothing. I know. If you don't have a child that struggles with this, you are just shaking your head going, beat that kid or whatever. No, that is not the way to handle that, in my opinion. In my opinion, the way I handled it early on just made the situation worse by trying to make them wear their clothing and by feeling like I have an ungrateful child. I have a child who has sensitivity issues going on. And I can tell you, if you have a child like this, either of those books I mentioned are great books. And Dana Abraham's course, Calm the Chaos, is an outstanding course. I genuinely feel like every parent should just take this course. It is so great. All right, so, because it can help you. You don't have to have a kid who has, like, these issues. It can just help you. It's just good parenting skills, really. Okay, so this is how I learned to deal with that. Now, at some point, it, it clicked with me that the issues got worse when we didn't have the hand-me-down clothes anymore for her. Because what happened with the hand-me-down clothes is I didn't always bother to put them in some bucket at the end of the season. Sometimes I did. Sometimes I kept some of them out. So they would hang there all year long. So there were a few things going on. They've been worn. They've been washed. They're a little softer. They have been hanging there. If you have a kid who doesn't like new things or changes, they've had a chance to get used to those clothes. It matters. And it's sort of the same for shoes. Like when they're broken in a little bit, a little bit easier for him to get used to the new shoes so by having an older sister she was able to get used to those things more so the bottom line here is if you have a kid that resists new clothing don't look at your child and say my child is ungrateful as as Dana Abraham puts it, she says, it's your child is not giving you a hard time. Your child is having a hard time. And boy, if I could have latched on to that earlier in my parenting years, it would have gone a long way. <laughs> it, it probably could have prevented all sorts of other things. So understand that, that your child doesn't really want to throw a fit about their clothes. I don't really think they're just like, I want to hate everything or I want to be mad at all of this. They're having a hard time for some reason. So back it out. Figure out where the problem is beginning and try to plan ahead for a solution. So at the point that I learned to plan ahead and have a solution, I knew ahead of time I was going to come home and she would hate the clothing. I knew ahead of time we, we developed a process, and that was, you know, to some degree, by accident, you know. It's like, well, go put them on the washing machine. And literally, I probably thought I was going to return them, right? But then she just, maybe I didn't do it quick enough, and she decided to go try them on again. And at some point, I went, oh, this is working. This is working. So we do that. Now, if you have a kid who is struggling with these types of issues, you might also have this other problem. Christmas can be really hard with kids who have sensory issues and who don't like change and don't like new things. 
I thought as a parent, it was great to surprise your kid, get them things they never even asked for, didn't want. And I can tell you there was one Christmas I surprised my kids with like rollerblades or roller skates or something. They hadn't asked for them, but I have such fond memories of roller skates as a kid that I didn't ask for. My parents just got them for me and I loved them. And I was just excited to get them. I was happy with anything, right? But I have one child who's like that and the other one who isn't. She doesn't want a surprise. She doesn't want something she has never asked for. She really just wants the thing she asked for. And she's going to be really grateful for that thing she asked for. And I know now she's She's older now. She does better with these things now. So there is hope. There is hope, okay, <laughs> that it does get easier. It may not be ideal, but it does get easier, and your kids do learn to <laughs> adapt to change and difficulty. And I know that sounds ridiculous if you've never struggled with this or had a child who doesn't. But, and like I I think I said this at the beginning, maybe not. Like, I literally was embarrassed by this stuff. But I'm coming to realize it is not really that uncommon. These things really do happen. And there are things we can do as parents to help our kids and help them get through it. So that year we got her the rollerblades, it was the same reaction to those as it was to the clothes. I hate these. I don't like them. And geez, if, you, if she didn't like a basic pair of jeans or a t-shirt, you guys know how uncomfortable rollerblades on are. But she didn't even have to try them on. She knew they went on her feet. She didn't want those things. <laughs> like. And I was so glad nobody was there to witness it because it was just my husband and I and the kids that morning. And then we went off to the in-laws or my mother's or wherever we went that afternoon. But I'm sharing it with you now because I get it. I get it that other people are struggling with this too and that you need solutions. And if you've taken Dana Abraham's course, man, it's awesome. If you take it in the future and you heard about it here, please sign up for it for us. We are an affiliate at, at Homeschool Things Inc. We're an affiliate, which means we get a little bit of a kickback when you purchase something through a link that we used or that we shared with you. And I like to be transparent and honest about that so that you know that when you're making a decision. Anyway, but it helps us pay the bills and bring this stuff to you for free, right? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, just know that there are things that you can do. Think ahead for these these struggles that you have on a regular basis and maybe you can make them a little easier. You might not be able to make them go away, but if you can make it a little bit easier, that's great. And I'm happy for you at that. So let me know what you think of this and please share it with anybody that you, you think might like it, that it could help if you know someone who has a child who has some similar struggles share this with them because like I said this took me years to figure out <laughs> and if I can help another family I am happy to do so I have actually come back I was finished with the podcast done and I have come back to share one other thing about the clothing with you that was it, it changed I think this is when our problem mostly quit so my daughter, we we had some challenges with homeschooling, and there was a time 
when she went to private school for a year and a half. That was phenomenal. Monday through Thursday, but not Fridays, I'll explain. Monday through Thursday, they had a set uniform. They wore black and a collared shirt and one navy blue sweater if you needed a sweater. But on Fridays, oh, Fridays were a challenge because that was the fun day. The day that you got to decide what you wanted to wear. You could actually wear jeans or slacks or a dress. Well, the dress was optional any day but PE days, right? But you could wear jeans or a slack or a dress. And the choices were grueling. They were grueling. I just, I loved the Monday through Thursday. It was so cut and dry. The pants and the, and the jacket, or the pants and the colored shirt and the sweater. So easy. But Fridays, having that choice of maybe you could wear a t-shirt or a collared shirt or jeans or slacks. It was grueling. And then the weekends were hard with clothing. But Monday through Thursday was like heaven. <laughs> because there weren't many choices. And so she just got dressed. So the choices too were a problem. But the the clothing itself, she got used to it. It was normal. It was no big deal. But the other stuff, she just never quite knew what to wear on the other days. But just just so you know, the fewer options you have, the better. So when your child has struggles with sensory things, just take that clothing down to the bare bones as far as what they actually need from day to day. Make sure the dress-up thing that you make them wear is as comfortable as can be. Make your life as easy as possible by having as few choices as possible. That will help too. All right. I hope that you found this episode helpful. So to review my overall process for helping my daughter with new clothes when she was younger. And again, we don't have these issues anymore. But at the time, this was a big deal in our lives. Number one, I presented the new clothes. Second, she would look at them, declare she hated the new clothes. Then I would calmly say, all right, they'll be on the washing machine if you change your mind. A day or two later, she would go look at it, hate it some more, and return it to the washing machine. For the most part, I learned to be neutral in my external response, even though I felt irritated inside. So, and remember, part of this was just realizing this is how it always goes and expecting it and just not taking it personally and just keeping calm from the beginning. But the first times this happened, I can't say that's the way that went, right? Okay, so after she would hate it some more and return it to the washing machine, a few days later, she would go get the clothes again, try them on quickly, hate them some more, and return them to the washing machine. She'd be like, okay, whatever, keep them or not, I don't care. And that's really the attitude you have to take, in my opinion. So I continue to maintain neutrality in spite of wondering if I was raising an ungrateful child, although over time I came to realize that wasn't really the case. She just really struggled with getting new things. Eventually, she would try them on again, wear them for an hour or so, then decide she hated them some more and return them to the washing machine. 
Over time, I learned that having a whatever attitude was the only way to get through this. Before long, my daughter would get used to some of the new clothes. This process kept repeating itself until she was used to some of the clothes and just wore them. I eventually returned whatever she didn't wear. All right, I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you did, please share it with anybody else you think would find it helpful. And if you are interested in joining Dana Abraham's Calm the Chaos membership, go and check out that link. It's incredibly affordable. If you've ever looked at her courses, you'll know that they can be sort of pricey, but this, the membership is not pricey. It is super affordable. I know if you are in the space that I have been in as a parent, and I was really in that space when my kiddo was younger, I needed that help desperately. And if you are having challenges as a parent, this is the best thing that I know of that I can recommend for you. And I believe if you go through the process and really join in in that membership that you'll get a lot out of it. Do check the link that goes with this episode and you will find more resources around clothing issues and I will add more resources to this link over time. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast. Depending on where you're listening, look for a follow button or a plus button or a subscribe button. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, would you mind leaving a review or a thumbs up? Next, if you think another family or group would find this episode helpful, would you mind sharing this episode? Finally, be sure to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. You'll also be able to use our advanced podcast search engine to quickly bring you right to the moment you are looking for in this episode. When you go to the Homeschool Think Tank website, you'll also want to check out our collection of educational podcasts that your family will love. We have suggested podcasts for kids, teenagers, and parents. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank parenting podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com. Have a great week! We'll see you next week, same time, same place. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye.